Hey, good afternoon, y'all. We here. Holliver, happy hour, guys. It's episode 67. Saturday, March 16th. It's your girl, Debbie Dev, here in the building. And I am here with my lovely siblings, Miss... Daisy O. Daisy O here for the show. Everybody get on the flow and bounce it and pop it okay, and rock it back class, and okay. forth. Yeah. So we're going to cut that short. Yeah, you really had a moment. My goodness. Uh, you got to give me my moment. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> You're wrong. And my lovely brother, Darren. Darren. Hey, how you guys doing? You gotta I, say his name twice. Yeah, I don't even feel energetic today. Just say so my name nice. once. It's okay. Oh, don't, don't don't call Barry. my name twice. I'm tired. Okay. Barry. If you call my name twice, I'm only gonna come once. If you oh just just to let God. you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, mad at you, Barry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm feeling today. I hate you, Barry. <laughs> today is one of those days. It's hot. It's been a hot day yep. today. This We've is like had the hottest. hottest this is like the hottest it's been. The year. Yeah, the yeah, whole year. the whole. 2019. Yes, yeah, so I walked outside and I up was to like, 80 I'm degrees. Not, I 80 need to degrees. Take this jean jacket off. I mean, yeah. I have it on right now because we're inside. I'm a little chill, but you know, tomorrow's supposed to be even hotter. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I want to go to the beach and get. I had a dream last night that I was getting a tan. And I swear I woke up with my body more tan. I cannot take it. <laughs> Out of all of us, Daisy is the one who is the beach bum. For sure. I am definitely a beach bum. I really do feel like I woke up with a tan. How did <laughs> you, you wake up burnt. with a tan? Because I was, I told you I was dreaming. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I was, so I was tanning in my dream and I woke up and I was oh like, God. I got a tan. That's because you, bl- you leave the blinds open when you're sleeping <laughs> and you're too close to the window. <laughs> you got the UV rays coming through the window. Oh, <laughs> no. no, but you guys, I um, I don't know why I wanted to hear the gap band today. Um, you know, I love Charlie Wilson's voice. Um, you make me and yeah, the the instruments. No, you know, you knock me out. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. Knock me this is like one of hey. the things that you you could be at a picnic, you could be at somebody's yes. uh, funeral repast, you could be at no, somebody's prom party, Absolutely. at somebody's house party. This this, this somebody will this, break out. This the, will um, always hit it. Electric slide, always. Hit it. Yeah. always okay? Completely. Uncle Charlie and the Gap Band all, will always mm. and forever. So speaking of turn up music, why don't we go into right into new music? Yes. Right. Um, this is from an artist named Mulatto. This one's called "Bitch from the South." S O U F. Oh. I actually heard him a lot of before. I actually thought this was sweet. First, I make a meeting till he locked y'all. Give it to him good, not even think he locked y'all. I run it up, they busy running. Okay. I'm a real ass, rich ass bitch from the south. Yeah, yeah, she definitely got this turn up. She's very pretty too. She is. I'm looking at her album cover. She, 
I don't she looks it. Asian, huh? She looks, she looks a little, yeah, yeah. Her eyes, them eyes, but she says she mulatto. So she mulatto. What, what does that even mean? That just you know means that she, she about her skin color. That okay, means yeah, she, she got a she got a mix of things right. that she don't even know about. She probably do. I, I don't mean to typecast her, but she looks great. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that she is an adult entertainer or, or anything like that, but. From the way she's sitting on top of this car, it looked like she knew what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure I don't mean she that. Does. I'm sorry, Miss Mulatto. Uh, all due respect. I mean, but, but dang, you for look the fine. Artists, all these, you know, rap artists or just R&B artists in general, like they have to have some type of sex appeal. We had to make it so, today, I guess. Huh? Right? They gotta but, be easy on eyes. Easy on but eyes. But she's talking about giving somebody lockjaw. Dang, you, you better have insurance. You gonna mess with this girl? Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, call, uh, I, I, before we go on the first day, let me call Cover California real quick. Make You're sure so I can silly. get me a, you know, a deductible. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's, um, actually, I think she's with, uh, I think she's with um, T.I. What do you mean she with, oh, with Not his label? With him, I'm going to say, what? Because she, she's that? from Atlanta, I believe. Okay. So... Yeah, this stuff. It, I think that's what I read. Yeah, it's a, it's a short single, it. not very long. It's only two minutes and twenty four seconds. But check it out. This one is called "Bitch." I'm sorry, it's called "Bitch from the South." And it's a single South. from Mulatto. Bitch from the South. All right, so okay. why don't we uh, move into something else? This is uh, "Feelings" from Deontay Hitchcock, featuring her. Nice. It's a vibe. He's putting in me and my feelings. I'm about to be in my feelings, y'all. About what? Oh, just feelings. <laughs> it's a lot of them. <laughs> it's a lot of feelings. What's your guys think? I like it. It's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. Uh, this it's is from cool. his uh, EP called Just a Sample 2. So, again, this is uh, Mr. Deontay Hitchcock with Feelings featuring her. Nice. nice. All right, so why don't we check out our boy Anderson Pack, who's coming out with his new album, Ventura Soon. But this is a new single called King James. Anderson is working, okay? Let him work. He said he didn't want to keep us for three years between his first and second album. Because, you know, his first album came out last year. This sounds dope. I love his funkiness. We've been through it all, though it could be worse. Just make me want to play the drums. I want to play the bass. Start knocking my head like who in the hell left to get him? I swear, y'all, y'all can see us right now. We all looking like we playing an instrument. Look, y'all on the piano. I still got the bass. I like it. Yes. Anderson. 
Yeah, this so again, good. this one is called King James. His album, Ventura, is going to be coming out soon. I can see Daddy listening to this. Yeah. That's why I like Anderson. I really like Anderson because he's be like, really cross-sending genres right now. Yes. Like, honestly, like, and generations. Yes. Because a lot of the new music coming out for the younger, or for younger people. Right. And it's I just like, what? His music is definitely cross-generational, yes. which is phenomenal. The old can listen to it. The millennials can listen to it, but I don't know about whatever generation this is now. I don't know. Yeah, I'm so confused about but this. But I think it's always good to have instrumentation. If you have some live bass like this is, and you got live drums over yes. here, you ain't got all that. And a keyboard. All, yeah. That's right, keyboard. that's all you need. And, and, and band, just like a little small jazz band, and that's all you mm-hmm. need to make it funky. Exactly. And uh, I, I love it. I love even listening to, listening to them. Damn, time's going. Hey. Hey. All right. Just make you want to dance. All right. All right, so moving on. Just to switch up the vibe a little bit. This is uh, from a cat called Joe Hertz. Joe. And this one is called Moon featuring No No. Moon. What you guys think of this? It's vibe. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. It's a vibe. Add it's it like to my a rotation. vibe. Yeah. You gotta be high. Lions look. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, did I ever tell you guys about my stories about being upon Mount High and I? Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Well, this was when I was back in, back, back in high school. I had went up to the top of Mount High and I, which is on top of Allegiant Park. And got there, got smoked out of my mind. I'm, you know, a little high school. You know, you know, you guys are over here passing, passing stuff around, and, mm. and, and you know, we somebody has some white widow. White and widow. And that stuff got wow. me so messed up. I, I couldn't even drive down the hill. Oh, no, like, I, Darren. I, I was like, I am surmount, <laughs> yeah, surmounted up here. You were <laughs> like, like th- mayday, mayday. That, yeah, that, that was, yeah, but it was a long night. That was the night after my I graduated. You know, oh, okay. was, uh, right after grad night, everything. You know? Mayday, mayday, helicopter, come get me. Mayday, mayday, <laughs> I need help, I need helicopter. help. S-O-S. S-O-S. Come down, selector. Save my sorry ass. Sosa, Sosa. S O S. Oh my All God. All right, so uh, moving on. So this one's called Won't Pretend by Ninth Wonder off okay. of uh, Zion 3. Got this Sade sample. I 
Oh no no no! That's uh, that's not that's what's her name? Jackson Amber Mark. I think. Oh Amber Mark. Yeah, I was like, it's one of them. I like Amber Mark. Hmm. I think that could be Sade. I don't know. I'm no, I thought that was Sade. I think that is Sade. Yeah. That is Sade. But Amber Mark. Amber sounds Mark. very similar. I don't know who Amber Mark is. We played her music, Kevin. Plenty of times. Darren um, has featured her on new music for a number well, of Well, speaking of that, why don't we just go ahead and play a little bit of Amber Mark since Devin is acting. I really don't remember. Brand new. Brand new, Devin. Brand new. She just, I guess she wasn't. She showed up brand new today. See, listen, this is the same song. So she did a cover oh. of that same song, Love is Stronger Than Pride. Oh. Like Sade better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Devin. She sounds good though. Of course you're gonna love Sade better. She's just <laughs> a classic. Wait, did y'all know Sade is not Sade's name? That's the group. Yeah. Yes. Why? Like, no, but why she did goes I find by out, she like, goes by Sade Adu. Uh, yeah, I do. Why did I? That's find her stage that name, out? Sade. But her name, her real name is Helen. Yeah, but her, her, yeah, her government name. That's what the the, the United Kingdom. That's what's on her passport <laughs> is Helen. Why I found this out like later last it's year. It's just like Jamie Foxx. That ain't so that ain't Jamie Foxx's name. That right, his know. name is like Eric or something. Yeah. Right. Eric, Eric yeah. is what's on his on uh, on his passport. Right. You know? Right. They pull him over. Who the hell are you, Eric? Oh, I'm Jamie. Foxx. No, you not. You Eric. <laughs> Eric, you know. Oh anyway, gosh. but yeah, her name that was is a little fun fact. <clears throat> little fun fact of the day. So we, I got one more for you guys. One more. Yeah, schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q. Is this the turn? Num num juice. So this is uh, called Num Num Juice. It's a brand new single from Schoolboy Q. I saw a little clip of the video to this. It's like he's falling out of a building or something. It's nice to hear something new from him. Yeah, he hasn't come out with anything since, like, 2014? But you know, with TDE, I think, like, they give each other, like, time to shine. You know, like, because Kendrick, he had his time. Then J-Rock, he had his time. Then... Well, I think Kendrick and Schoolboy Q, like they had, like they was riding the wave together for a minute, and then, um, then J Rock came out with something, then right. Kendrick came back out with something, right. then right. J Rock came back out with something. Now it's Schoolboy Q. Yeah, now so I'm waiting for Absol. Like, uh, where what's he been? Going on? He ain't been know. out in a minute. He hasn't been out in yeah. I haven't heard anything new from him for a minute. So hopefully he's cooking up something in in. The lab right now too, but yeah, let's hope, let's hope. All it's right, it's sound good. I like it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so check out Schoolboy Q forthcoming album coming out soon. Um, yeah, so that's new music, you guys. New music. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, next week we could play uh, this new thing with from Chief Keith and Zaytoven, like Lotoven album. <laughs> Oh, let's just play something real quick. <laughs> what? All right. Daisy over here giving me the look like <laughs> I was still building the song. 
So, Devin, what happened with uh with Raz B? You said something about okay, Raz so, B. Yeah, last week they uh, kicked off the Millennium Tour, and then this past week I hear he's canceling the tour. Like he doesn't want to. He no longer wants to be a part of the tour because he feels that um, Chris Stokes is around. Like. He's watching he him. Feel, yeah, he feels threatened. He doesn't feel safe. That's what he said. He doesn't oh, feel he's safe. experiencing PTSD. Right. So, and then, how come they didn't get him no mental health or nothing? No, no, before, no stuff I mean, before they even started that. He should have had, had a therapist that he should be on able site. Before, on site, after, yeah. like, throughout this whole experience. You they definitely should have did that. But I think it has something to do with the guys, too. Well, because he said that if Omarion asks him. If if Omarion wants him to be still a part of the tour, then he'll do it. But other than that, like if they don't, what they does let he want him, from Omarion? Right, that's so why I was like that. he pointed out Omarion. Like he didn't right. say if the guys want me to. He was just like you if think, he asks me if Omarion asks me to you know continue it, then I will. But other than that, no, I'm I, I'm canceling the tour. Like I'm no longer going to be a part of it. <sighs> that's why I was like this whole. Tour like them B2K getting back together. I felt like it was just rushed and like forced because yeah, like first, they didn't really want to do it. Yeah, because I know um, Jay Boog he didn't want to do it because he had his own thing going on. Right, Omarion right. he wanted to he was working on his solo stuff already, right. and he Lil Fizz like he was he's the one who had the big idea of them getting back together but so who had the idea Lil Fizz I mean it's always the ones that's not making money no more right that need the money because Jay Book he had his own like he he was a part of a business like he was doing something with himself or with you know he had his own thing going on right and they gotta come together and start Dancing around and start right. doing moves. And right. Stuff. That's why I was like, they've been doing me. that in 15 years, some yeah, of them. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long, he's tired already. You know, they in their mid 30s and stuff, ain't they? He's tired yes. already. They're like 32, 33. No, they're older yeah. than that, ain't 34? they? 34? No. Well, yeah, they're like 34. around my age. Yeah. Yeah, like mid 30s. I'm not in my mid-30s yet, by the way. <laughs> oh, my bad. I think, I'm over here thinking they're like 36 <laughs> or 34, you know? Mm-mm. Not 34, but like 30. Oh, I think uh, Omarion 30. is Daisy's age. Oh, okay. Well, all of, I think all of them are Daisy's age. Actually. Yeah, early 30s. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But Well, you know, that's also what's popping. Yes, what's popping. What's What's poppin'? poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Okay, so iHeartRadio Music Awards just aired. And Cardi B was missing in action. She was, but she did win, what was it, four awards? Oh, I guess so. She She actually won. The one that I um, heard, she won the Best Hip Hop Artist of the Year or something. Oh, wow. It was a big award. Yeah, it was a big award. Okay. Um, Okay. But she said that uh, she felt she felt so honored. I don't. I thought she was there though. Um, they said she wasn't there. She was doing a concert. I know. Okay. Did you guys hear about Jesse Smollett pleading not guilty to the indictment charges? Whoa, that's a crazy update. Yes, Who knew he wasn't gonna confess? Cause he he ain't gonna confess. <laughs> he gonna write this one. So the wheels fall off because I don't know if he knows he'll idea. look stupid if he does. But it's, his sentence is going to be even worse. worse. 
Just like completely ass out. They're giving him a worse sentence than Paul Manafort, man. This is it's it's, it's really sad. It's, it is. Yeah, it's it really is sad, sad because uh, sad. because you know he he shouldn't have made. He, 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 I don't know. It's just really drastically disappointing, you know. But, but I, I I caught up with Empire and, and what I think that they're probably going to do in the story in the storyline is you know like um, Lucius has this bastard child that's just like this mixed race boy, and he's probably going to end up. They're probably, they're gonna write off Jamal like they were planning on doing, and then he's gonna come in and he's gonna be the the replacement, just like how on Charm mm-hmm. they got rid of what's her name. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's just gonna be it's still gonna be a trio of kids, mm-hmm. but now it's gonna be okay. You got this older kid that's that's gonna right. be the, the tech savvy one. You know. Dang. Yeah. Got to make got to make the story interesting. Got to make it interesting. Yeah. But I mean, Jesse just fucked up his whole career. He really did. He could have been in movies on commercials. Man. But he, he just fucked all that up. He really did. So long. Farewell. Oh, you guys, quickly. <laughs> for some, so some of the winners for uh, iHeartRadio, LMA, she won R&B Song of the Year, R&B Artist of the Year, and Best New R&B Artist. And then, um, who is this? Marshmallow. I don't know who that is. Um, Ariana Grande won. Oh, what is this girl's name? Um, Agnes Mo, the the one that um Chris Brown was dating. I don't know. She won Social Star Award. I don't know what the hell is iHeart. What is that like? Some these bullshit ass uh, award show. Yeah, this, this is, is too many award oh, shows, yeah. you guys. Oh, Stop yeah. it already. All those, all those all those people they own all the radio stations, so they say, oh, we're gonna have a you know. A show just to highlight all the artists that we just keep replaying every 20 minutes. Taylor Swift won Best Music Video and Tour of the Year. That's basically like the same. Drake won Male Artist of the Year, Hip Hop Song of the Year, Hip Hop Album of the Year, Most Thumbed Up Song of the Year. I don't know why. I'm only interested in the Billboard Music Award. I know. The Billboard Music Award. that That is it. Yeah. And the Grammys. Absolutely. But yeah, um, yeah that was speaking in other what's popping news, Lily yes. Sin is an LGBTQIA, yada, 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 Indian Canadian YouTuber who has a new show called A Little Late with Lily, replacing Last Call with Carson Daly. Wait, wait a so do you guys remember Last Call with Carson Daly? I show? do not. Well, it was a show he he was on for almost 16, 17 years. What? Uh, you guys didn't know that? It would come on right after the the um, the late show. On NBC. Yeah, on NBC. So meaning that it would come on at one thirty, about one thirty one, one thirty three a.m., one thirty five, yeah, depending on uh, your local your local news channel. Uh, um, and, you know, it was he just turned it into a show where it was like a, a state. You know, he tried to copy the Tonight Show. And then he went to another format to where he just had pre-recorded segments of where he was just going around listening to people play at bands and they'd, oh, use, they, okay. they'd record like somebody performing and he'd interview them. Mm. So mostly it was an extension of him working for, because you know, he, he out here in LA, he was on, uh, um, um, uh, well, way back in the day he was on K-Rock, but. Uh, um, TRL. Well, no, he was on TRL, but he was, he was on, he's still on. 
um, uh, 98.7. Oh, um, uh, the okay, Amp, okay. Amp, Amp FM out here. He has a he has a morning radio show, Carson okay. Daly. But then he got uh, promoted on the Today Show to do a pop culture segment. Oh, you guys okay. remember last year when Matt, uh, um, you know the guy, and I was about to say Matt Leinart. What's that guy? You know, Matt, uh, you know the guy, the newscaster who... Who, who was on the Today Show? He was on it for almost twenty years, and he had all those sexual abuse allegations. You said it earlier, Darren. You know yeah. it. I don't know it. Oh my goodness! I'm but you terrible. know his name is Matt. Matt. So Carson replaced Matt is replacing Matt on the D- Today Show. Well, he basically has been because they, you know. Oh yeah, he's they, he need, they need a male co-anchor. He got fired immediately. Uh, um, and yeah. so Carson is so moving Car- away from right. the show. So Carson's like, you know, I've been doing the show for 17 years. It's not going anywhere. And uh, he gave up the time slot. To Lily. And now Lily is oh, the wow. first woman in 30 years to have a late night talk show. Well, that's good. What, since Joan Rivers? Yeah, I believe so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. On a major network, right? On a major network, first woman uh, to have a late night talk show. I'm going to check it out. I really want to see what she's about. I think she's going to be cool. I'm not going to stay up until 1.30 in the morning. I know. I'm kind of a night owl. Oh, I'll see. I mean, I, I am too, but I know. I used to be. I'm just curious <laughs> I, I used to, to know. You know I'm I used to watch to all know. that stuff at, you know, up late. But now I have to get up at 5.45, 6 o'clock right. in the morning. When I used to be able to wake up at 9 o'clock and stuff, oh, yeah, I can stay up. I can stay up as late as I want to, but shoot, I gotta. I'm like, I feel like uh, start, I'm starting to become like Daddy, you know. Not Daddy no be, more. Daddy be like, you know, I get up at four thirty in the morning. Cause I go to bed at eight. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I'm starting to get up. I was doing good too at waking up like right at five fifty, just naturally. But then you know what happened? This damn daylight savings time. Right. <laughs> and now I wake up. Hour. Now I wake up at six fifty. <laughs> But that's too late. I mean, know. daylight savings done like really messed us up. Y'all heard about that plane crash in Compton over, over at the Compton Airport. At the Compton Woodley Crazy. Airport, Which there is was right a, down the street from where we where we grew yeah, up. literally across the yes. street. Uh, across the street is the airport, and you know, yeah. that's very unfortunately the pilot the pilot yeah. died, and yeah. he was uh, he was he was uh, uh, flying a. You know, it was an antique. Well, that's an antique, but it was a vintage, a, a vintage World War II plane. Yeah. That I mean, we would see it for years. It was an old raggedy plane. He had it painted. I remember a few years ago, and I didn't even know the daggone thing was working. And he got ejected from the seat. That's what actually. Yeah, he hurt went, him. He went 100 he feet in the air, and it, what that, that's down. not good enough for the parachute. He came down and died on impact. Yeah, and that's just that's really so scary, sad. you guys. So that's uh, definitely heartbreaking. So, oh yeah, you guys also heard about the fire that was at the Carson uh, oh, refinery. refinery. Yeah, that happened yesterday. Yes, unfortunately, we don't know the details, but um, nobody got hurt. That's good. We do know that. Um, but yeah, it's very dangerous. You know, you dealing with oils and steams and stuff, and you know, <laughs> well, oils and steams and I mean, all the things. Job. I mean, you know, my boyfriend he works for the refinery, so you know, yeah, it's he a tells dangerous me job. It's very, it's very dangerous. So stuff can go wrong. You you miss one step, you know. Well, we, what we really need to do is uh, I saw this thing on Vice. There's this guy out up there in Canada, and he has this big old machine. That, that comes up 
and uh, it sucks out like the carbon uh, dioxide out of the air, mm. and it turns it into a liquid combustible fuel. Mm-hmm. Wow! Right, and all you would need to do is connect, uh, you know, get a, a three hundred dollar attachment to change your car to run on that kind of fuel source. Mm-hmm. So literally, this guy it pulls toxins out of the air, it makes a fuel, and turns it into fuel. So it literally cleans the air, and you wonder why our EPA doesn't approve for something like that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could get a patent for that. I'd put it out here, you know, out, out here in L.A. with all these raggedy-ass trucks and cars <laughs> that they got driving on the street. I can't even drive down the street with my window rolled down because I feel like I'm going to get black lung. <laughs> you see these raggedy-ass jalopies out here. <laughs> It's a speaking, of the, speaking of the, the uh, car, y'all, did y'all hear? This is not on the agenda. Sorry, but what? Um, y'all heard about the new model uh, Tesla coming out? Oh yeah, Elon oh, no. Musk. It's, it's, it's going to be like an SUV one. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a new dope. SUV. Nice. Yeah. Dope. They said okay. the price point is going to start at thirty nine thousand dollars. Right. But as we know, with all the attachments, that thing's probably going to be yeah, like seventy thousand dollars. So they're not going to release nice them until twenty twenty one. Or start, like, yeah. people aren't going to start driving them yeah. until 2020. But Tesla got to do something real quick. You know, a few weeks ago, they bought Maxwell, uh, the uh, the battery company. You mm-hmm. guys remember those Maxwell batteries? Uh-huh. Uh, um, and uh, so Tesla bought them so that they could come out with uh, longer-range batteries because Maxwell had, like, the patent on or was uh, researching that. Wow. Uh, so Tesla, you know, who knows what they might be doing. But, uh, they sold you know. a million cars since the first model. So they sold a million? Mm-hmm. Really? It's been a million? Where the hell are they? I don't see them that many. I used, Everywhere. To, see the, I used to see the Model S's all over the place. I don't see them no more like I used to. So many people turned them in. I mean, it's high maintenance. Like, you gotta have your battery. You gotta install the battery in the home if you don't have one. But like, to it recharge it... I didn't know to recharge it. It's like it's very cheap, like to to charge. Yeah, it, to like charge the it. But then if you, you get into an damn accident, charger, right? I know. And the parts are so limited. So if you mm-hmm. get into an accident or something, it takes longer. longer it's more to, expensive yeah. to fix it. So I think more people were like turning it in because it was mm. just too expensive to like fix. Yeah, that's what Elon didn't think about. Shit, how, how you know you got to get the the repair parts for all that stuff. Right. You, gotta, you basically got to keep making the same damn car for a few. For, for a, a few, few years. years. Yeah, yeah. you got to be updating it and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Make the same damn car and just keep making it mm-hmm. and keep making the and parts. perfect it and then right. move on to something right. else. But right. Right. thing you update is going to be the software. Right, because then you lose money because people are turning them in yeah. and not buying new ones. You know what I mean? You know, but get I mean, your shit together, man. You know, he's I, getting we're, it together. We're, we're counting on those cars, man. Right, counting I, on I, them. I want to get me a Tesla, too, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I want to lease one. I don't want to buy one. Shoot. Right. I don't know about them things. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you know, Lord. Anyway. Spe- speaking of other pop culture news, you guys, I've been watching this show called Killing Eve on Hulu, but it's a BBC show. The first season is already out. The second season is scheduled to come out in April. So in about a month, they're going to release season two. Mm. And when I say, you know, the Asian lady from um, Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Sandra um, O oh. oh plays uh, the main character along with um, another woman who is her kind of like other leading actress who is psychotic. And so Sandra O oh is a assistant to a detective and then she becomes the detective mm. after they discover what this psychotic woman has been doing. And so Sandra 
and this psychotic woman develop an infatuation with oh each other. Lord. And when I say the acting, the performances, y'all, it's like a comedy, suspense, thriller, action. Like, it's it's one of the all-genre TV shows I've ever seen. Yeah, and wow. it's definitely one of the best acting shows with the dramatics I've ever seen. It's so good. Sheesh. It's so good. And this is Killing Eve? It's called Killing Eve. You guys have to check it out, please. Oh, wow. I want more people to talk about it with because it is so good. I'm waiting for the next season. I watched <laughs> the whole first season last week. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dang, you guys are binge watching. I can't be binge watching stuff. Binge it's so hard watch. for me. I lose interest so fast. I know, but this one is it's so, so good. Hard to get stuff. No, once it's interesting, too. like, I have to, like, I have to keep watching it. Right. That's why you just got on Mrs. Maisel. Right. I was watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and uh, she has two seasons. The the beginning, like, it kind of, I kind of, <laughs> it took me a while to, like, get into it, into it. But, um, you know, Darren, he's mentioned it a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, basically, like, Mrs. Maisel, she's a stand-up comedian. But she discovered herself through her husband, I would say, because he wanted to be a, a stand-up comedian. But he flopped on that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she talks very fast. She talks a lot. She comes from a privileged family, and, and she has, like, she's a good storyteller. So, of course, like, she, her, she's herself when she's on stage. So, right. Um, it's very interesting. It's, you know, it was funny to me. It comes, what, on, um... Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what <laughs> what network it comes on. Devin, get uh, your mind. Uh, yeah. It was good. It was good. That's great. Okay, this week I also stayed up and watched AJ1. It's a documentary on Hulu, and it also features Jordan, and it's about the Air Jordan 1s. Hey. Space Jam. I did a dance off this in elementary school. Everybody get your space jam. We had the space jam um, spray paint shirts. Oh, I remember that. I remember that dance. Yeah, but this documentary, AJ Ones, it's about the sneaker culture and how shoes really came up in pop culture. Uh, people weren't really caring about shoes. Converse was leading the way. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Nike, who's like a, at the time a rebellious company, uh, all of their marketing was about them being uh, radical and rebellious against, like, a bunch of different things that were going no on. More. And so they came out with these Air Jordan 1s. It shows the designer of the shoe and just how it kind of exponentially grew, like, had grewed. Because <laughs> I flewed and I grewed. Hey. Um, out. <laughs> but it shows how, like, it just grew over the years. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed it. It was about an hour and a half documentary. You guys should check it out on Hulu. How important are shoes? Shoes in our culture starts with the shoes. Yes. Your outfit starts with the shoes. And that's what part of the documentary was about. Was about how most people didn't think about their shoes until the end of their outfit. But the Air Jordans created this culture where you think about your shoes first, then you create your outfit. Yeah, sneaker culture. Sneaker culture is very interesting because I'm not really one to really like buy. But oh, I gotta show you guys these new shoes that I got. 
Darren got some. See, now look how excited he got. Exactly. This is what the sneaker culture is about. You Live and look, in charge. Like We're showing you exactly. And guess what? Oh, Cortez. And it's Nike. Yes. We got. Those are nice, Got my Cortez. Those are super nice. And we were just talking about Nike. Yeah, I got, yes. that, got that burgundy color. I got a, I got a jacket that matches that, too. Oh, I just nice. got them. It was a full sale. That's what's Nike, up. I need Nike some Cortez's. Cortez's. I tried some Cortez's. You know, Cortez's are coming back in style. Yeah, they, yeah, are. they are. And so, Fila's. Yeah, surprisingly. Yes. But truth be told, Nike was losing back then. Like, they were about to go bankrupt when they started this AJ1, when they started the Air Jordan 1. Oh, they wow. Such a new company uh, among Converse, among but, but really, Adidas. But really what helped is that Jordan got became the, the right. best player, player. Out there. Right. And, and they, they right they made they made a gamble that. and that that shit worked and it worked so mm-hmm. i i was really inspired by the business behind it honestly because so many people the nba actually pulled the shoe the um owner of the nba the first, first owner um you mean what Talking about the commissioner? Commissioner, yes. Sorry, the first commissioner Not of out the NBA. So are you talking about? Um, um, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so the first commissioner pulled the shoe and basically said, well, he didn't pull it. He said that he never banned the shoe, but technically he said that if Jordan continues to wear the shoe, they'll have to pay a fine of so many dollars every time. What? So Nike was like, well, we'll pay the fine because we've already invested so much right. into this. And, like, Soon after that, everybody wanted like to. Everybody, AJ1. everybody was talking about the fact that the NBA banning this shoe. So right, so we gonna do it. Shoe. People gonna want the shoe anyway. Right, it oh, was man. genius. People it was actually genius. And Yo, but I re- I remember one time though, one Black Friday, I walked right in. Well, it wasn't a brand new Jordan. It was like. It, it was a retro. Came out with the oh, cement okay. threes. Uh-huh. I walked right up and I was like, "Okay, yeah, give me a pair. Give me a pair of them in eleven and a half." And uh, I got them. Yeah. And uh, but I, I, <laughs> it was crazy. I, I, I had held on to them for four years, and then I sold them for double the profit. What? For double? Yeah, double. I paid like one seventy five. I sold them for three fifty. Wow. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They <laughs> over. The I had to sit on them for Jordan. four years though. And not wear them. No, I didn't wear them at all. Wow. Not at all. I didn't wear them. That, but that's just that's the thing to do if you want to get into uh, uh, an investment like that. But some people even buy them. If they're worn lightly, yeah. But you know, if I'm gonna do it, like I'm gonna just buy the shoe and then just sit on it, right? Sit on it for a few years, and then and then sneaker culture because it's big. Resell them, yeah, people, yeah. I mean, internet, and it talks about how the shoe became international, Mm -hmm. like how Nike became an international brand Mm -hmm. because of it. It's just such a great documentary. Um, Also on HBO, Adnan Saeed's documentary is on there. Which is an extension, or at least a complement, of the Serial podcast that came out a few years ago. Do you guys remember Serial? It's really the reason why podcasts became viral, is this woman came out with the show, um, with the podcast show, and she started to kind of, she became the journalist for this story, and now HBO picked it up as a documentary. So it's, I think it's a visual compliment to her series. Yeah, you know, I saw the first part of it last night. It's very interesting. Really talked about this case mm-hmm. uh, that happened in the 90s. But I feel like HBO did a series that was, like, similar to it. Remember it was called The Night Of? Yeah. And, and then, I, like, I was like, is this the story about this dude? But 
Obviously, it wasn't, but it seemed very similar because you know it both involved like a right uh, um, a, 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 a Muslim, Muslim a yeah, Muslim guy uh-huh. who was very impressionable, or there was high hopes for him, and he was accused of of murder, and right. you know he was in jail. Yeah, um, so I mean, definitely, I would say check it out. I haven't finished it, but um, you know, Anand is still in jail. They have uh, his third appeal going up, and. Um, Lastly, I watched finally the Whitney biopic uh, on Hulu. I was just on a Hulu rampage this <laughs> week, you all. That was just my thing this week, and I loved it. So that's yes. it for what's popping this week, guys. Darren, let's roll into Politrix. There's a lot happening. This I, th- week. I thought you guys had a theme song for Politrix. What was Poly, it? Politrix, 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 Politrix. Politics, tricking in the politics, tricking in the politics. Let me turn no, the mic off, no, <laughs> Devin. No. I don't know. That wasn't good. That was approved. No. We didn't go over that before this. We didn't practice that. Okay. Okay. Let me Dare turn your you mic. Really turn my mic off. I did. I couldn't <laughs> hear that anymore. I couldn't hear that. Turn my mic back on. <laughs> turn my mic. My oh, mic isn't on like, anymore. I thought it was like <laughs> rude. <laughs> no, I don't know. Politics. No. Politrix. That's good. No. Yeah, That's a little bit that. too aggressive? Yes. It's very, very aggressive. aggressive. Okay. No, very aggressive. Oh, okay. Um, do 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 no, that's no. not it. Nice. No. Here is your weekly politics report. <laughs> now you sound like an old white lady. <laughs> politics. No. Politics. Okay. All right, we could go with that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so so let's let's just start out out with talking about Congress, right? So, did you guys hear about what happened in Congress this week? So, this week, uh, 13 Republicans in the House and 12 Republicans in the Senate joined the Democrats in saying uh, that they were going to rescind President Trump's uh, uh, emergency declaration, uh, which would redirect funds to build his border wall. Mm. So, so, um, so, it passed, and it went to his desk, and you know what Trump did? Vetoed it. Trump vetoed he's it. an asshole. Right. So it is is likely not going to withstand um, uh, the opportunity to overwrite the veto because you need a two-thirds majority in order to do that. And Democrats just don't have those numbers in Congress. Uh. So, but what that literally is going to mean is that it's going to set a precedent for any other president that comes in office after them to basically declare any item of their choice a national emergency in order to redirect funds that Congress has already appropriated. So basically, Congress said, we're going to spend money on this, and the president comes and says, no, well, I want to take money from here and there and use it for what I want to do, no matter what you guys think, but it's just based on what I think. So, so all those Republicans out there, all those chicken shit Republicans out there who were talking and saying how bad that this is, that this was a president who turned around and voted against it, basically voting with Trump. Mm-hmm. I hope they get what they deserve. I hope Absolutely. so, too. Because they, 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 they've really shown that they, even though they have said no to President Trump, they have done what yes, people who say yes do. 
pegaram in office. They're nothing but yes men. Yeah. And there's no excuse for that. And I hope they get voted out of office. And I hope their constituents realize that they are nothing but sheep. With no, all, with, with spineless sheep with no heart. I mean, did you all hear about Trump's um, idea, or maybe I was just reading this, but Trump's idea to take away the um, federal loan repayment? Wait, what is it? The student loan. The student the loan. The public student loan forgiveness, forgiveness program. program. Well, in his budget, he is proposing to get rid of it. So if if you so basically the deal was that Obama had passed. I mean, but but. The, that Obama had passed it through executive order. Okay. He didn't pass it through Congress. Congress did not pass that. So Obama passed the public student loan forgiveness program, which said that if you work for 10 years within a public service or with a nonprofit your or a government organization, are sweeped away. and you make consecutive payments mm-hmm. uh, uh, on your loan while you are employed at these places. Basically, 120 payments that you have to make while you're working at those pay- places mm-hmm. that your student loans will be forgiven. Yeah. So, so I believe that the first amount of student, the first students who were eligible for it, started getting their loans forgiven in 2017, mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. 2017, and last year. So now Trump is, is is proposing to get rid of the whole program, and I hope he gets sued for it because that's chicken shit. I'm a part of the the public exactly. student loan forgiveness right. program. I mean, that's the reason Aren't why you? I'm working in public service is so that I can get my loans paid off. But that's 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 bullshit. After all that we have to <laughs> after all that we have to pay in order to, to accept a menial salary in order to work for the government or work for public right. agency in order to serve the people, and you're gonna you're gonna do that to us for what? Oh, for man. what? Just to save money so you can give to more of those businessmen that've been funding your campaign, yep. the one who you have your pants drawn down to. Yep. Yeah, I you was kidding heated. me, Darren? I'm heated too. I'm heated. I heard about you know, it. It's, it's bullshit, and we shouldn't. And we shouldn't accept this phony orange-haired piece of shit who thinks that he's somebody standing up there like mm-hmm. a man who whose parents had to pay his way into getting into college. Mm-hmm. He they wouldn't even accept his ass cleaning up the fucking grass mm-hmm. out out there at UPenn until his daddy came up there and wrote him a check so they could build a new building. Mm-hmm. And then they said, "Oh, Mr. Trump, we'll take this dumb son of a bitch you got as a son. You know, we'll take him in." Go ahead and roll him into one of those dumbass classes over there. We'll go ahead and sign his diploma right now. Right. That guy didn't work his way through anything Money but a pile talk. of dog shit. Money talk. I mean, speaking oh, wow. of that, <laughs> I mean, Derek, you just rolled us into the college scandal exactly. situation that just happened this week, talking about that specifically. Because what Trump's family has done for him Many other There's rich a, a families did families. this past week and got caught. Well, Good. they didn't do it this past week. They've been no, doing they've been it over months, over, yes, years. However years. long that it's been, they recently got caught by accident because the investigators were actually looking into some other situation and found this out. Y'all. Well, yeah, they were looking into to some other guy for some other charge. Right. And, then, and, then, and this guy started singing like a canary. Say, hey, I got some tips on this stuff if you guys will if help he, me out over here. Yep. I'll tell you about this guy I've been paying to get my little son to college. How about that? There we and go. They, and they said, oh, okay, like, let's keep investigating this. And it was called, the, the, the investigation was called Varsity Blues. Yep, yep. And so um, now you have over 50 people that are now... Uh, charged with bribery for school admissions which is actually against federal law 
and schools like USC, UCLA, Stanford, most of the top uh, research institute, top public research institutions, as well as Ivy League schools. Um, there's over 50 people, you know, and um, there's a lot of talk about these families and why they're doing what they're doing. And I just have no sympathy for them at all, no. because these are the same students and parents that claim that affirmative action is still in place and right. it has not been no. for over 10 years. That's really impacting the minorities' mm-hmm. ability or the people of color ability to get, to into, get college. into college. So the fact right. that they got in against all odds means that they've worked and worked and worked. They, no, they, they, they don't have the money to they, they, ha- they have worked their ass off. And I, and, I, and I think we're testaments to the fact that I worked my ass off. Hell right. yeah. I had to wake up. I had to wake up every morning at 5. We had to wake Hello? up. We had to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning just to get bus. I had to catch a bus at 6.02 in the morning mm-hmm. just to go to a school across town just so I can have a better education. Hello. Thank God that I had a good college counselor who was out there looking out for me. Hello. But, but but on top of that, I worked my ass off trying to do right. extra stuff, doing extracurriculars, getting involved, getting good grades, coming home, doing my homework. I didn't have time to play or party. Right. And and and, and, and just to think that these, these parents, Felicity, Felicity Hoffman or Lori Loftman, I don't give a damn about what you, you tell your kids to come home and work hard. Exactly. Right. You, I'm sure you got them a damn tutor, but right. now you sit up here and you want to pay somebody to ensure that they get in. So Lori, Lori Loftman up there paying half a million dollars and you know just, why? So her little, just so her little daughter can go to USC? But, Are you kidding me? But you know why, Darren? It's because they're kids don't have the academic rigor and they don't have the grades these parents know it because they've been slacking off and because they know it they're like we have to go and do stuff to help our kids because our kids are slacking off because we let them well what the hell are you teaching them to be you know so what her daughter she the the only damn thing that she's proud of her fucking daughter to be in is just this damn instagram girl Right. You know, when showing off, a show, up, showing I mean, off her little ass on 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 uh, in little bikinis on yachts and shit. I mean, they've already pulled sponsorships and partnerships that they've had with these major brands. These major brands are pulling Good. them as, um, you know, what do you call it? These, what are they? They're like brand ambassadors, whoever yeah. they are. The companies are pulling those contracts away and like, nope. Good. Stopping that, but you're not a good representation. Like you don't. Co- yeah, and Lori no. Loughlin lost her job on uh, the Hallmark Channel, but so yeah. you're right. Good. I mean, in USC, she's she gonna be fine. Her two daughters are withdrawing from USC because apparently it's too tough on them. Yeah, because everybody knows that they ain't shit anyway. <laughs> they ain't deserve to be. They there. probably knew they were the, probably the people who never showed up to class, mm-hmm. who sit up there and be complaining to the professor about right. how sick they were because they never showed up in class. Right. I was one of the motherfuckers who I, I'd go to every damn class bullshit i'm paying for this shit exactly. ain't nobody Why else paying for this shit class? i'm still paying for that shit i should have been paid more attention in some of my classes and i regret that i fell asleep in some of them because i paid them motherfuckers to stand in front of me and talk bullshit yeah you did yeah you, you know did. i even paid for those whack-ass conversations that i had with my classmates jesus wow this is getting real Excuse me, my, Devin, my, my bad. well because the fact that they my went bad it was to probably the... this damn cherry blossom wine that we was drinking honestly no, I, I understand it's, it's the a lot why, no because you know as college you know um college students hi Deborah. hi sorry um 
Shoot, like we paid for this mess. Like we actually had to pay for it. That's why we have student debt now because we, we actually had to work. Wanted, yes, we had to work hard to pass these classes, to study, to take these tests and freaking pass. Like we wasn't given uh, we wasn't given the silver spoon. No, we wasn't we wasn't given away because what's really what's really sickening is about exactly I mean, we just talk about oh that they paid their way into school, but actually looking into what exactly what was done that they were paying this guy who had a shell company as a non profit oh so they could God. get a not only a tax deductible uh, 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 contribution. So uh, for for saying that their kid had a had a disability, mm-hmm. that they had to take their SAT yes. at one of their sites, yes. and right. not only were they did they have as much time as they needed, but even if the kid got the wrong answer, they went out and manipulated yes. the, the, the the answer key. Yes, for them, Darren. I'm telling you, you, it's it's a lot of scandal, and so many admissions scandal. officers. As well as people that work in educational consulting have been like, this has been happening for years, y'all. This ain't new news. This is not new news. They just got caught. I mean, think about the freaking athletes, too. Uh, Yeah, I was having that conversation with somebody because, girl, I have seen some athletic applications. When I say... Idiots. Literally in their personal statement, I am an athlete. Girl, and with that's a, it. With a 1.8 GPA. That's, no. And um, no. it literally just says their personal statements, I am an athlete, and that's it. So what do they do? Oh, oh, let, let's get uh, Tim over here in these sports management classes. They don't even meet the criteria to be eligible for admission. So what the, what the hell do they do? Do they even get a diploma? That's ridiculous because in high school, you have to have at least a C average it should be a freaking B average well, to be on the well, doggone team. Look, look, we were just talking about, I was talking to Andy and Simbri earlier about just the fact that about the cockamamie scheme of the SATs and how much it, how much run, I, how much I think that it's just nothing but, a, I shouldn't call it a scam, but they're just trying to take your money. Yeah. yeah. In order to get into education, you, you got to take the SAT, you got to take the SAT twos. You gotta take mm-hmm. the SAT subject test. The you gotta take the ACTs. You gotta you gotta do all this stuff, and it all costs millions money. Millions and millions and, and, and it's billions just a million of dollars. Million. But yeah. but but and I, it's not a true um, test of your aptitude no, or your intelligence. Right. You know what? God God bless. You know, I I am so thankful that I was exposed and I received an education. But I am so done with us telling every single kid that they need to go to college it's, because yep. it's simply not the truth. It's right. not. Do not allow your kid to go to college. It, it, they it, don't it, want it, to. It, no, it's it, right. If they don't want to or if, they, if it's just not That's them. That's not right. They may be better with, with using their skills at something a else trade. instead of sitting in a fucking classroom exactly. talking about talking about what the professor thinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe they deserve to be in a trade. Maybe they need to be a welder or a airplane mechanic right. or, or somebody that, that that's a carpenter or right. somebody that installs carpet it's nothing wrong with that nothing. you can have your own business right but the thing is is that they're not nobody is teaching entrepreneurship right. we're over here talking about latin and and history and about other right. bullshit concepts that i will never use in my life right exactly. right that's the quote-unquote education system of america that's the greatest right. It's what, not. The, what the hell am I over here talking about velocity and physics and shit? <laughs> right. And I'm over here can't even pay my fucking bills. Right. You know, yeah. can I can I get the velocity of my damn checking account going <laughs> down? Hello. Shit. Okay. Hello How now. come gravity infected my pocketbook? <laughs> my pocketbook can't even seem to get off the ground. What the hell is wrong? Lie, I wish lie. this physics class would have been better. Yeah. Right now. Damn, I'm kind of loud, huh? 
Well, there yeah, you I've get excited. For the past My bad. 10 minutes, <laughs> so I'm just saying. Devin's like, I just been listening. Right. <laughs> My bad. Y'all My screaming. Bad. I know y'all are so what passionate is, about it. What else is going on in politics, Darren? Oh, um. <laughs> The 2020 race. Uh, yeah, the 2020 race. So so this guy, uh, Wayne Messam, who's the mayor of Miramar, Florida, he said he's a black guy of Jamaican descent. He said he's going to announce his exploratory committee. I heard this guy. He's pretty. He is. Uh, he's pretty. Uh, yeah, he's pretty. Uh, pretty legit. Pretty. He's pretty charismatic. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I just feel very, like since Trump won, everyone believes that they can win. No, it's too many people it's running. It's so many people so running. Many people. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sick and tired. People. I'm sick and tired of all these people running. Damn. They're like, if Trump can do if it, Trump we can do it. it okay? We can right. do it. <laughs> Just hey. trying to go out there and get that money and shit. Oh, my and then God. They're, they're talking about Joe Biden. Is he, he going to run? I, I wouldn't mind. You know, I Joe Biden pretty Joe much is the one that can beat. I would not mind. I love Uncle Joe. You're going to call him Uncle Joe? Come on, Uncle Joe. We need you. He's pretty dope. All right. And then beat up. Uh, Beto, <laughs> Beto O'Kirk, Beto O'Kirk, Beto, is it Be- is Beto? I do not Beto know. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. He's the white guy from Texas. He was running against Te- uh, uh, Ted Cruz for the Senate seat. He lost, but he got really, really close, like within three points, and they didn't yeah. think a Democrat would get that close. Uh, um, but he announced that he's running for president, so All right he's going to be the white guy in the race. Wow. All right now, okay. He's a conservative Democrat, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. They said that they've been saying all kinds of stuff about him, but you know he's very pretty charismatic, and you know he goes out there and curses and loves, yeah, I mean loves he, rock goes, music he gives great speeches and connects with his community members and constituents. That's good. So we're gonna end our politics with the announcement. Of course, you all have been hearing over the past couple of days about the shooting in New Zealand at yes. two mosques. Approximately 50 um, are dead, and many, many, many others are injured. Um, and, Darren, you said it was live-streamed by one it, of the alleged was. shooters who it, had a head was. cam. He had a head cam, Ridiculous. and he was live-streaming it on Facebook. And it was out there on Facebook for a period of time before they found it. Uh, you know, and, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, really disgusting. Condolences uh, to all the families affected well, in New Zealand. Well, the big the big thing, you know, New Zealand, they hadn't have had a mass shooting since 1990. Uh, um, wow. So this was something big. They are already talking about what they can do to change the gun laws uh, uh, in that country. Um, the other thing is that when is the, the next time that we're going to actually acknowledge the fact that white people are terrorists? Hello! That there are white Ter- domestic domestic at that. So we're not domestic. talking about foreign adversaries or scary people coming across the border or coming over here from different places. We're talking about homegrown people, terrorists yes. who sit up here and they want to terrorize the rest of society because you know they want to show their dominance. Mm-hmm. Right. And they want to, they want to be in control. Right. They don't have power. They feel Pure like they don't evil. have power, so they want to practice control by inflicting terror. Mm-hmm. And, and it's evil. about time that, that people, that including the president, call yes. them what they are, right. and that they are terrorists. Obama got shit for years for not calling people terrorists. Why the hell? You know, Democrats, the thing about Democrats is that they're, that they're so full of shit mm-hmm. that they won't go out there and talk shit out there to people. 
They want to yeah. be so damn respectful and want to try to keep right. decorum and stuff. But that's bullshit. Too many people, people are losing their see, lives. People want to see somebody with charisma go out there with energy and say that this is bullshit. Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, all these motherfuckers are going out there shooting people up. Killing, killing people, people. And, and there's, nothing, and there's nothing to say but thoughts and prayers and, and honestly that mm-hmm. is not good enough it's not good enough that is dear, nearly no. not good enough especially coming from a person we know that don't even pray right. you over here saying you giving us your thoughts and prayer when i know, you know damn well pray. you have never gotten down on your knees into submission to actually ask the good lord to save your hind ass to save your soul and and i I know you haven't so i don't even want your prayers because you're not even praying to the white guy you're praying to that golden toilet in your damn bathroom oh you know because that that is all your thoughts and prayers is worth is that shit that goes down them golden toilets you sorry bastard yeah oh my goodness get on a road my bad i i have been oh when darren get on so upset i've been uh, so upset the last 30 minutes i'm sorry Darren, you know, I love it. I embrace <laughs> it. I love you as my brother. And I just say, keep it coming because okay. we need Sorry. your passion. Sorry, need- kids. <laughs> uh, no, that was the this truth. Is, this okay, show that was is for adults, just so you all are aware. Um, but, yeah, Darren, I think that you bring up some very valid uh, points. And we need to continue this discussion because our po- political system is really, really fucked just- up. Golly, you know what I mean? And we need to call it what it is and just stop. Bullshit. (laughs) It's been bullshit. Well, y'all, it's been a wonderful podcast conversation. Yeah, absolutely. We enjoy this every week. We enjoy you all tuning in. We just want to say thank you. I'm only coming out to pay. Devin, any last words? Before we say our proverbs. I hate this life. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, anything else? No. You guys have a great week. And, um, yeah. Proverbs 3. <laughs> Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Y'all stay cool out there. Happy St. Patty's Day. Yes.